We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. Jamar Chase being as honest as he can when it comes to his quarterback, Joe Burrow, who looks to be fully healthy now, guys. The Bengals started off 1-3. and three. They're 4-3, and three, and they look like a team that's trending up the way they've done the same way the last couple of years. Just a little little bit of a slow start. They just kind of throw it behind. It's like it's almost like they like having their backs against the wall early and then say, okay, now, now it's time for us to start pushing for the playoffs. We yeah. talked about it when it was like, how long will it be until you write them off? And it's like probably week 15. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow was so damn good. And, I mean, like, um, he's been getting a little bit better, a little bit healthier every week. And that's the reason that he wasn't pushing the ball down the field, that injury, right? But, I mean, mm-hmm. the biggest takeaway I had, he was pressured a lot in that game. They're going to continue to pressure him. They're going to continue to blitz him. And you really can't blitz Joe Burrow because he's a top-five quarterback against the blitz. But he was pressured in that game 16 times. Mm-hmm. And he completed all 10 of his pressured passing attempts for 136 yards, had the touchdown throw, two big-time throws, no turnover-worthy throws. And he also picked up two first downs with his legs, um, had that really, like we talked about last night, that play where he, like, Stiff arm Bosa yeah. rolled out, still found the open man. And what I like about the Bengals right now, um, you know, they're going to give up. They're not going to be great like on standard downs defensively, but with Lou Anarumo making the proper adjustments, they're going to shut you down when you get into the red zone. And even against a team like San Francisco, I like the Bengals because they could win in, in a shootout. You know, if it's Buffalo, um, any of those teams in the AFC, or if they do get to the Super Bowl and they see a team like the Eagles, I mean. In that game, San Francisco, that was their season high, 365 passing yards. Brock Purdy wasn't really good. He had to throw the ball in that game. But um, they were able to shut him down when they got into the red zone, and they were able to win in a shootout against San Francisco or in a game where they gave up some offense too. So the Bengals are scary right now, and uh, teams in that division had their chance to bury them. Well, you mentioned all the pressures that the 49ers got on on, uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. He just looks mobile again now. You can tell the calf is 100%. They're actually lining him up under center. They're opening up the playbook. I mean, it's – it's. look, I don't think there's anybody that thinks Zach Taylor is a great coach, but I think he's a good enough coach when he has all of the weapons that he game plans with. You know what I mean? Like, you have Joe Burrow at 100%. Him and Brian Callahan can actually give the structure to Joe Burrow to give him those opportunities to actually make those plays. And you know, hey – if the things if things break down, which they did, we saw that pocket collapse a lot against the 49ers. He kept plays alive. He was very just they get really it was he was kind of slippery in the pocket a lot, mm-hmm. which just it brings a whole new dynamic to that that Bengals offense. And that's what now has them. I mean, really that the last two years the the slow starts were just I mean, whatever. There's a lot of different reasons why it could have been. This was because of Joe Burrow and his calf this time around. Yeah, and you if you look at the Bengals and how bad the offense was, right? They couldn't push the ball down the field. We knew that, but that was an injury thing, right? Joe Mixon didn't look great. Jamar Chase was yelling about not you know, getting the ball when he was open. But more importantly, the fact that the offense was stalling really affected you know, how much rest the defense got. This is not an elite defense. They are not. But if you give them zero time to rest and recover and they're on the field all game because you have an anemic offense, they're going to get absolutely barbecued chicken on a hibachi. So now that, you know, Joe Burrow's out there prolonging drives, moving the ball down the field, now you give the defense at least some time to get their stuff together. Yeah. I mean, they need a run game, right? Like, Joe Mm -hmm. Mixon's got to get going. I wish they would have added another back. Um, And I like Chase Brown in college out of Illinois, but he just doesn't seem to be that guy yet. Um, You know, P. Ryan's gone, obviously. What do you think the better bet is? Joe Burrow MVP 18-1 to or Bengals Super Bowl 16-1? to Because they're similar prices. You know, because 
Joe Burrow looks really, really good, like we said. Completing Super balls Bowl. down the field. You got a healthy T. Higgins, a healthier T. Higgins probably this week, and Jamar Chase. Oh, you'd rather go uh, Bengals Super Bowl, though? Yeah, just because of how many weeks it's been before Joe Burrow is really cooking. Yeah. And I feel like Tua has so much rope, right? And obviously overwhelming favorite. And as long as the Dolphins offensively are quote-unquote historic, I still feel like people are going to want to give it to Tua over Joe Burrow. I almost feel like Joe Burrow is in the different in that position of like the next guy up though. I don't know. It's certainly just like a it's a it's it's not even a narrative. It's just like a maybe a perception bet or a perception narrative here with that. But Burrow's been talked about as that guy maybe more than Tua, so that might almost be a disadvantage and almost why I would go. I, I you know what I would I would go MVP over Super Bowl only because sometimes the beginning of the season gets forgotten by people. Yep. You know, like the Patriots for years, for years, had slow starts. Like the first month of the season, it didn't always feel like the Patriots kind of treated it almost like preseason. And then yeah. Tom Brady would still win MVPs. So I, ne- neither one of them is a bad bet with the way that they're playing right now, but I would probably actually go Joe Burrow MVP because it's almost, it's because we've been kind of shoving it in everybody's face. Like Joe Burrow, this is the yeah. next guy. And it's not wrong. I mean, Joe Burrow may be the second best quarterback in the NFL behind Patrick Mahomes, but you just obviously have to keep this going. And I think also, too, I'm in the back of my mind, I'm still concerned that at some point Tua gets hurt. I don't want to see it, but you just, you're always concerned. And maybe, as crazy as this sounds, but because you've got Jamar Chase in Cincinnati, but Tyree Kill has been so good. Yeah. Do people use that against Tua a little bit? And Jay, I mean, like, and you worry about, I mean, you have Waddle there. You have Mike McDaniel's going to get a lot of shine. Not that he's most likely probably not going to win coach of the year, right. although he could win coach of the year. Um, and I just look at, like, stupid stuff. Like, I mean, I know it's uh, 18 touchdown passes and a 108.8 rating, but Tua's got seven interceptions. Joe Burrow, even though he struggled to start the season, he's only thrown four picks. He has 10 touchdown passes. The QB rating's not great. But the reason I kind of like that price for Burrow, and I have the Lamar 7-1, to one. I mm. like the 18-1, to one, though, is because he's got some big games coming up. You know, Buffalo this weekend, and the last time we saw the Bills-Bengals, Burrow had all day in the pocket. I know they got Von Miller back, and the Bengals have more of a pass rush this season. But if he's able to pick them apart the way that he did last year, throw three, four touchdowns in this game, standalone primetime spot, big game, everybody's going to be watching. More eyeballs, and then they get the Texans. Then another big game against the Ravens. Then it's the Steelers. Then it's the Jags. Then it's the Colts. They just have some big games against some decent and good teams. Whereas if he goes on a run like they did last year, I think he might get some MVP love. And I don't know that we get an 18-to-1 price on Burrow um, you know, any anytime soon the next couple of years. Kind of like Alabama. Do I think they win the national title? No, but at 14-to-1, I think it's worth a flyer just because it's something that we rarely ever see. Well, that's that's kind of one of the things too, right? I mean, you look at price, and it it doesn't necessarily. There's a reason why something's priced the way that it is, but you got to find like five different ways to justify why it could happen. But this is the time where you can still find some value in long shot bets, whether it's MVP or it's Super Bowl or a division winner, yeah. because you've got at least enough of a sample size now to have an idea of what a team is. But you also then, in the Bengals' case, look at them and know that they're playing from behind, so that can be a benefit price wise because they've been down this year. But also then it's a team that is trending up at just the right time, and you can see it, and you also know they've been here before, and they're going to kind of be in playoff mode the rest of the season. Well, really quick, that's what it is, though. It's like I trust Joe Burrow and the Bengals more than I trust Miami and Tua just because first eight weeks, nine weeks of the season, we saw this with Miami. It's not even just like health. It's just that I... You know, I like Burrow. I like those weapons. And this is a team that we saw in the Super Bowl, a team that we saw win a playoff game, beat Buffalo last year. And um, 
I can see them going on a run. And also, like some of these numbers, just a little bit of an overreaction. Mm-hmm. I think like last year, remember it looked like Micah Parsons was going to be Defensive Player of the Year, and then Nick Bosa had that ridiculous final yep. five, six weeks of the season. The MVP market before Jalen got hurt, he was a huge favorite. You know, um, not a whole lot of love for Mahomes. They were trying to figure out early on in the season who's the number one wide receiver even last year because Tyreek had just got traded. So I just think that sometimes uh, there's a good buy, pot, uh, buy spot, and I think right now for Burrow, I would trust Burrow to win MVP more than the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, though. You know what I mean? There's yes. just so many teams. Like, right yeah. now, Baltimore, look what they're doing. They yeah, so good. Uh, on both sides of the ball. And they're and the also NFC, in the AFC. Philadelphia. The yeah, AFC still... is just loaded. And yeah. it's it's we knew coming in it was going to be loaded. It's been a little bit of a disappointment to start, but you kind of feel like some of these teams that were starting slow are building things back up. But I'll say this. If you do like Joe Burrow for MVP, or you at least like the price, you should buy into it now also because... If you win against the Bengals, or win the Bengals, you win against yeah. the Bills, that's that gone. price yeah, is absolutely gone. And if they lose to the Bills, though, like that's going to be held against them, but you still have the Ravens a chance to make up for that, the Jags a chance to make up for that. I mean, even at the Steelers and then at the Chiefs, late in the season, if, if there are a bunch of voters that are kind of torn between, let, let's say they're torn between Mahomes and Burrow, and, and Burrow, even after a loss to the Bills, still having an MVP season. You go into Burrowhead, it's still Burrowhead, yeah. and you win there, that could be the difference where if it's down to Mahomes and it's down to Burrow, Burrow goes in and wins, there's going to be more votes than lean towards Joe Burrow. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I just still think if Cincinnati is fully healthy, man, they are potent. I'd love to see a AFC Championship game, Ravens-Bengals. Oh, yeah, me too. That's what I'd love to see. Yeah, give me that again. I'll take that. With Lamar actually healthy. Yep. You know, um, would love to see that. I, I mean, Lamar Jackson, and that's another thing too, right? I mean, there, there's – think of all the, the potential MVP candidate quarterbacks just in the AFC. Like, the AFC really is kind of getting back to like, yeah. where, like where it was. But don't count out Lamar Jackson. Who's well, ha- he's having a career year. Yeah, and I mean, um, looking at – you know, you look at the numbers right now. And, and that's the thing, like, with Mahomes, it's almost like with Andy Reid. Andy Reid's not going to be the coach of the year unless the Chiefs – and it's already done. It's not going to happen unless they, like, went undefeated. You know what I mean? With Mahomes, I just don't know that they're going to want to give him that award back-to-back. I know Aaron Rodgers just won back-to-backs a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. But at plus 300, I wouldn't want to do it. Jalen, plus 350. Tua, plus 350. Lamar went from seven to one down to six to one. I feel like if you're buying right now, you know, you're looking at maybe Josh Allen, although you have the eight interceptions, you're looking at Burrow, the interception numbers aren't huge, and he's probably only going to get better. What about Trevor Lawrence at 18 to one? I I mean, the Jags are a two loss team. They're getting better defensively. We don't love the pass defense, but they could stop the run. And offensively, I think they're just going to get better every single week. They're just like starting to get Christian, not Christian Kirk, like Kelvin Ridley um, back into, Mm -hmm. you know, like football shape. He's in fine shape, but get more involved in the offense. I mean, so, no, eighteen to one is a pretty playing. good price for T. Law. Game shape, game playing shape. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like the Jags as a team to have the. I mean, yeah, an outside chance to have the best record in the AFC coming into the season, and we're starting to see it click. But you know, their their defense still has a lot of holes. Like Jared it's got Goff, a lot of weaknesses, so that's 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 a concern with them. Yeah, like similar prices. Jared Goff. I know that people want to come on here and say like, here's a flyer, blah blah blah. He's not going to win MVP. Before that happens, Dan Campbell's going to win Coach of the Year. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Brock Purdy's not going to win MVP because of all the weapons. I could see McCaffrey winning it before him, and that's why he's priced better, 22-1. to 1. So I think, like, your cutoff point is T-Law, Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion. Unless you think Tyreek Hill could actually win. I don't think he can. I think he'd be Offensive Player of the Year. Because I don't know if he's going to put up similar numbers to what Cooper Cup did the year that he didn't win MVP. I would say this. Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey have a better chance of winning MVP than Jared Goff. 
Like, forget oh, odds. Yeah. Throw all I that agree. out. I just agree. the real like. Like, Jared Goff will never win MVP. Having a great season, but you're just it. it there's if it's a if it's a quarterback that's having a really good season on a winning team. It's not good enough. It can't be really good. It has to be exceptional. It has to be an exceptional season because it's a quarterback-driven league. It's a quarterback-driven award. So you're automatically going to be compared to the best in the NFL. Even if the Lions, let's say they win the, let's say they have the best record in the NFC when the regular season's done. Goff's still not winning that award. It ain't happening. No, there's just no chance, especially if if his home road splits weren't so bad, maybe we would be thinking about it, but there's That's just, the other. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jared Goff just doesn't inspire MVP label to you, no matter what he does. And he's been great, especially at home, especially indoors. But Jared Goff, MVP, could never see it. Well, I mean, and that's the point that you bring up right there is a really good point because you look at the road games down the stretch, right? December 10th in Chicago, Soldier Field, it's going to be cold weather. Mm. Um, You know, they play in Dallas, not that that really matters, but they have some tough road games against Minnesota. Yeah, like down the stretch, that's what you would worry about. The home road splits, teams that could get pressure on Goff, and um, when it gets colder out, that's that's why you draft a guy like Gibbs, and then you still pick up David Montgomery and pay him $11 million a year. You know what I mean? Because you're going to want to run the football in those cold-weather games when you're a Midwest team, an NFC North team. Yeah. You want to win with you know defense, and that's why they continue to build that defensive line, and Hutchinson's a stud, and that's why they have uh, one of the better offensive lines. I think they're going to be like a running football team once we get to December, January. So I wouldn't do anything with Goff. You know, I mean, really, even with all of the backup quarterbacks that we've got playing in the NFL right now, there is still just... I mean, really, so much potential for a different, like a quarterback that could be an MVP every single year, right? Like potential MVPs down the road. Like Tua hasn't won one. You could see him winning MVP, obviously. Herbert. Jalen Hurts still hasn't done it yet. No, I, I don't rule yeah. out Herbert. Yeah. It just they need a better defense, and you need a better head coach. So we, we start with that, and then we go from there. But then you've got Trevor Lawrence. You've got a Joe Burrow. And, I mean, we know that it's a quarterback-driven award. May have one or two that get drafted this spring that then fall into that category in a couple of years. So as much as it has been like we had the last, you know, all those Aaron Rodgers and, you know, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, where it's like the same couple winning. I feel like we're in this era in the NFL now where you could have five or six different starting quarterbacks all winning their first MVP over, let's say, like the next eight or nine yeah. years. And I mean, like the Jags are a flashy team. The only thing maybe you worry about a little bit, the touchdown numbers, because ETN's only going to get better as the, he's got to stay healthy, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but man, I mean, like you look at the Jags schedule down the stretch and they play in one of the weaker divisions in the AFC for sure. Uh, you got some big games because you have San Francisco coming up November 12th. And then you get to kind of clean up against the Titans' pass defense. The Texans are still a young team. A big game against the Bengals. Browns' defense. I don't hate that price for T-Law. And you look at the numbers right now, nine touchdown passes, four interceptions. And remember what he did the second half of last season. The first half was kind of shaky. The interception numbers were a little ridiculous. And then the second half of the season, he was the second-best quarterback in the AFC next to only Mahomes. So maybe now's the time to buy in a T-Law. Uh, on T-Lot, 18-1. QB rating. Completing 68% of his passes. You get rid of Urban Meyer and look at how everything changes. It's yeah, all you got to do. That helps. All right, would you rather next? It's Bet MGM Tonight.